Ghana's annual inflation rate eased slightly to 53.6% and the Kenyan supplementary budget takes center stage. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter, KFinancial, and you can find me at Ruth Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. The Kenyan Finance Ministry revised its estimated spending and the budget deficit for the current fiscal year ending in June, revealing a slight increase in total expenditure and a smaller deficit. The supplementary budget document submitted to Parliament revealed that overall spending is projected to be at 3.37 trillion Kenya shillings, about 26.98 billion US dollars, an increase from 3.36 trillion initially presented in April last year. Meanwhile, the deficit for the 2022-2023 fiscal year is now estimated at 5.7% of the gross domestic product, a decrease from the original projection of 6.2%. Chachilo Gutu, economist for North and East Africa at IC Group, returns to give us insight into the supplementary budget. On the supplementary budget, I think uh, the messaging all along by the current uh, government was to the effect that we could see a trend billion a reduction in the net expenditure uh, for the current financial year. So 300 billion uh, as a percentage of the total budgetary allocation to the national government was around 14%. So that to us was quite significant. And even uh, just to dub- uh, as a doubling down in this rhetoric, we also had the government saying that um, uh, borrowing, uh, which by the time the budget was passed was around 869 billion shillings, was also to reduce in locks will was also expected to reduce in lockstep uh, with the drop in expenditure. So from 869 billion to 569 billion. So that to us told us that the net ex, net reduction in the supplementary budget, remember that uh, when I talk about the net reduction is that there are some uh, some 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 components or some parts or some ministries, departments, and agencies, some of them will get increases, uh, additional spending within, within the context of the supplementary budget, but then other ministries, departments, and agencies will see their budgets reduced. So the total, the net uh, amount is what we're looking at. We're not even looking at one side of it. So, uh, uh, so that net reduction, uh, what people were expecting will amount to 300 billion. But even when you started looking at this uh, draft budget policy statement, and also from the supplementary budget documented, uh, documents that have been publicized, publicized by the government, we are just seeing a modest reduction of 13.3 billion shillings. Uh, so that's quite, um, it's quite disappointing, uh, more so to people who are looking at fiscal consolidation that will now become part and parcel of the new government's uh, way of doing things, but clearly 13.3 billion uh, net reduction to the national government um, is, is quite, uh, is, is, is a drop in the ocean. Uh, but then again, I'm not quite disappointed, I'm not quite surprised that uh, rather than having a 300 billion reduction, we are just having a 13.3 billion uh, reduction uh, and this is coming from the fact that the supplementary, uh, the budget is quite a fluid process. This budget was passed, uh, the appropriation bill that put into place uh, the 
expenditure for the current financial year. Uh, that one was passed around June. We had elections in August. Um, and then the first time we heard that they could be a supplementary was in September. So between September, when we first heard of supplementary with this 300 billion reduction, up until January, as and when uh, the supplementary budget was tabled to the cabinet, obviously there's been lots of stuff that has happened. So that 300 billion uh, may not have been a static number. So that's what has what we've seen uh, the 13.3 billion uh, in terms of the slash to the national government. Uh, the other key plank that you are seeing is counties. Uh, in the Kenyan framework, uh, the ordinary revenue that is raised in any given year is split between the national government. By national government, I mean the ministries, department, agencies, and also uh, between the national government and on one hand, and also the county governments on the other hand. So uh, within the last financial year, that's the financial year ending June 2022, our counties were supposed to receive 370 billion. So they received uh, that amount less 29.6 billion. So that's the amount that remained outstanding as of the end of last financial year. So this 29.6 billion remained carried over into the current financial year. But how do you affect that carrying over into the current financial year, there is a need for a supplementary budget. Granted, uh, around August, the previous uh, cabinet secretary to the National Treasury uh, came out and said that those outstanding amounts had been paid, but within the context of regularize, regularizing this particular payment, the supplementary budget has to come in. So in total, we are seeing uh, a reduction by 13 billion to the national government, an increase by 29.6 billion to the uh, to the uh, county governments. There's another reduction of 1.6 billion uh, shillings. Uh, that's in terms of the debt servicing, the interest payment. So in total, we're just seeing that the overall uh, supplementary is coming to around 14.1 billion. That's the overall increase in the supplementary budget in aggregate terms. So that's uh, about it in the supplementary uh, that I can comment as of now. What sort of impact does the supplementary budget carry? The impact of the supplementary one is credibility deficit. For a government just to come and tells us that they will do a 300 billion net reduction in expenditure, and we are seeing a paltry 13.3 billion. Uh, I think uh, it raises the issue that uh, probably uh, the next time uh, the 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 kid uh, cries that the wolf is out in the in the in the in the, in the forest. Uh, I mean, people may not even take them seriously. So that's the issue around credibility deficit that we're seeing uh, coming out uh, by the, this current new administration. So uh, that might be a big risk. Another thing is uh, yes, in as much as we are seeing. Uh, in terms of the fiscal deficit in, as a percentage of GDP, at the time that the budget was passed, this 869 billion as a percentage of the potential GDP in the current financial year, it was put as 6.2%. But right now, we have had National Treasury saying that that 6.2% is expected to go down by 5.7%. But... I'm just scratching my head. I'm just trying to cross the tears and dot the eyes to see how 
uh, to make sense of this 5.7%, but I'm not seeing anything quite solid apart from the fact that the probably the nominal GDP, uh, which is the denominator, has been increased by another 200 between 200 billion to 500 billion. So that's where the 5.7% as a percentage of GDP is coming from. So, and that is my concern because in the event that you're not able to make that particular potential GDP, it means that it will be a hit on the fiscal deficit numbers uh, as a percentage term. So that is what even the authorities really need to be wary about um, in terms of um, uh, their optimistic outlook that fiscal consolidation is in place. Um, I think that uh, the reality might be pointing to the contrary. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Ghana's currency surged as much as 3.1% against the dollar after government said it had received support from more than 8% of bondholders to restructure its local currency debt. The city was trading 1.3% stronger for the biggest gain in almost three weeks. It's still the worst performing currency tracked by Bloomberg after the Lebanese and Egyptian pounds this year. The support from the majority of local bondholders is a key step for President Nana Akufo-Addo's administration as it seeks to finalize a $3 billion bailout from the International Monetary Fund. Besides the reorganization of the 130.3 billion cities of domestic loans, Ghana is also in talks to restructure bilateral and other external debt after suspending interest payments on $13 billion of euro bonds. The Ghanaian government plan to reorganize its domestic debt received acceptance from more than 8% of bondholders, a key step in the country's effort to secure $3 billion bailout from the IMF. The West African nation is restructuring up to 137.3 billion cities, about 11.3 billion US dollars of domestic loans as part of an overhaul of almost all of its 575.5 billion cities of debt. The authorities had targeted an 80% subscription rate for the domestic debt restructuring to be deemed successful and the offer deadline was postponed five times to improve participation. Government is engaging in separate talks with pension funds, which could further boost the number of institutions taking part in the process. Pension funds, which held about 5.5% of all domestic government bonds as of August, were exempted from the main offer after labor unions threatened to go on strike to preserve their members' savings. Staying with Ghana, the annual inflation rate eased slightly to 53.6% in January of 2023 from more than two decades high of 54.1% in December, helped by a strengthening study. It marks the first month that inflation has slowed since May of 2021, but remaining well above the top of the central bank's target band of 6 to 10% for 17 months. Non-food inflation slowed to 47.9% from 49.9% in December, while food price growth quickened to 61% from 59.7%. In Senegal, the annual inflation rate eased to 10.6% in January of 2023 from 12.8% in the previous month. It's the softest increase since June of 2022, mainly due to the slowdown of prices for food and non-alcoholic beverages, clothing and footwear, health and alcoholic beverages and tobacco on a monthly basis. Consumer prices fell by 1.7%, the largest drop since January of 2015. 
Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com. Don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at With Adore.